it's <laughs> sorry it was the it was the closed eyes waiting for the introduction I wanted, to, I wanted to see if we were just going to get right into it. Would have been yeah, we are. We are. We are. We are. Sorry. I just like oh, you're good. warming up in my mind, uh, yeah, psyching myself up. It's all good. It's difficult. Welcome to Outrun the Bear, a podcast about video games. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I think... You know, I've been listening to you the did. Always Sunny podcast lately um, because it's uh, a, a show I've enjoyed in the past and they're kind of reliving and going through them all. And I, I thought about us and uh, I thought about how they just start their podcast by just starting to talk because they're like, yeah, why wouldn't we do that? Like, everybody knows what podcast they're listening to. I don't need to introduce it. Uh, all right. Yeah. Is that what we're going to do then? I mean, no. I, I Are mean, we going to keep this intro? I, most definitely, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, let's I go like, then. But I don't. I don't remember where I cut in on you talking. Oh, well, I, I just I said it's a in. podcast about laughing. video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. Well, as long as I know it's about video games, I think we're. Yeah, okay. then we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Adam. Hey, Jacob. <laughs> what longest. a wonderful intro. Yeah, that was probably the longest one yet. Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Actually, I don't know that I can say that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was definitely the quickest to start. It, I hundred percent. I'm at like a minute and forty one seconds on my recording, and this would typically be like fourteen minutes. I mean, it's, a, it's I mean, what? No, I mean that never happens. No, never. <laughs> no, we're most professional. Uh, we haven't talked for a few weeks. Um, actually, we I, haven't connected and talked. We've been actually, I'd say we've hung out and played video games a little more than we have in the past few months, which has been nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's because we have some common grounds and I've been willing to bend to the Halo ways a little bit, but um, we haven't actually talked about video games all that much lately. So this will be good. No, and it's been a kind of a busy month. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Let's get into it. Uh, okay. You want to talk about what you've been playing? I feel I've, like I've been playing like four of them, so I feel like if I can just chime into what you're playing and then I'll just pepper in the fact that Final Fantasy VII is that I am on like last boss. But I have been for like the last like three weeks and I haven't touched it and I don't know why. Like I fundamentally should be able to go sit down on the couch and I could finish it tonight. Like I literally could do that. But So so I get a notification on my phone. I, I've never bothered to look into why this is when you sign into your PlayStation. I also get that when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny i don't know why i've never shared that i just I think we I, frankly, talked about I never this. Even thought about it we may have thought it, no we, i think we talked about it but i think i thought you at one point we were like oh, i need to turn that off so i assume like you know adam has turned off all of these kind of things i generally turn and off the, the notifications yeah so it's always funny to me because like every now and then uh especially when you were really playing it yeah. um we kind of stop doing what we were doing and then bing you'd, right. you'd show up on playstation to play up, yeah. final yeah, fantasy yeah. for like an hour at night or whatever it was yeah um maybe a pre so, but like i a saw it for me maybe i saw it recently and so i wondered uh whether uh there was that progression was made probably something we'll talk about later which was the matrix right right yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. see this is not me like i, I could pro- maybe i could look Stalker at what you're playing i understand yeah. But I never do. I just like it tells me you're online and I just yeah, make yeah, assumptions yeah. And, and and write my own story of what Adam is doing with his PlayStation <laughs> at that time. Until ever until the world. So uh, great. 
All right. Um, Tell us about GTA five. Well, it's complete. Perfect. I did. I did finish it. I think last I, we spoke, I think it was just listening to it. It was about 50% done, finished it. I kind of finished the story and signed off on it and moved on. What's your um, assessment? Yeah, it was good. I, I, How much um, did you enjoy the torture scene? I was awful. Right? It's yeah. It bad, man. It was, it was a really... I can see why... I think that's where our mutual friend stopped. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It is, I, yeah. It's, it, it seemed a little um, excessive even for... Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it wasn't like the worst thing in the world. There has been another game I've played since that had a similar thing. I can't remember which one it was. I think we both played it maybe. And I'm like, oh, I don't really like this. Was it Was it um, like a Wolfenstein thing? No, it was something like more recent, like in the last few months. But I don't recall what oh, it was. Oh, gosh. I, yeah. I can't think of anything that was like it, that. It, I experience. had flashbacks of the GTA and I was like, oh, this is awkward. But um, hmm. I mean, I'm pleased to see that you didn't 100% this game because I I would have lost a lot of hope in your ability to like rationally think about how you spend your time. <laughs> it's not uninstalled, I'll say that much. But <laughs> but that really doesn't mean much. I, I I thought that maybe, like the only thing I would care to 100%, you know, in that game was the little side stories. Sure. Um, which I think I just about did. Hmm. Like all the like little events or whatever. And I... Yeah. But but there were some I think that don't show up until you beat the game. But at the uh, that was one of those um, I want to say like two o'clock in the morning finish the game because um, I think <laughs> I think I did it in our group chat and I sent the screenshot of me completing the game at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like because I just was like so close to the end and I knew it was so close to the end and yeah. I was like I'm just gonna finish this and then I looked yeah. at the time and went why have I done this to myself and then of right. course I'm waking up early to take children yeah. to school um half asleep um but uh yeah it was good i don't i, I um I, I don't i don't know i think i think the thing with grand theft auto is that it's um th- there's nothing like uh i guess crazy unique with the story and sense like it's still kind of similar uh uh, you, you know, um, cr- criminals, uh, you know, paying off debt or trying to build up or whatever like this. And and I think the only thing that I would say that kind of kept me going with that was the multiple characters that you could switch between I and kind of the weaving of wo- that. It, the, how it wove together <laughs> and the fact that there was a, it was a very well written acted story in that piece of it. You, you yeah, know, I mean, some of the side stuff is ridiculous, right? But as it yeah. should be in a GTA game, I think. But the, uh, and I'm not singing its accolades, saying it was the best game ever. But I, I absolutely found that this was the one that uh, had a, had a just. It was just really well acted. I felt like I, I've really realized something about myself in the sense that I love, um, I love miniseries. I love something that like takes uh, a concept of a movie and just makes it like f- like dives in deeper, especially when it's obviously content I enjoy. And I found that um, uh, the video games are the are the thing that does that for me, right? It's what allows me to live in the world for a longer period of time and explore it further and get more out of it. And I'm not saying GTA is again some like you know thought provoking masterpiece by any means, but it's no, but it's a but it lets you like play out the story much 
uh, for a longer period than than a you know other entertainment would. Uh, anyway, I found that it to be enjoyable. It sounds like no. you did too. It just wasn't. Uh, no, I, I yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like say, oh, that was a you know life changing uh, game for me this year. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I'm playing it much. I'm playing it super late, but. Um, I, I will say, like the the changes in the way that they approach the story in terms of like interaction and the character, like switching characters, mm-hmm. kept it interesting enough for me to like continue going. Because I just again, the last time when I played four, I felt like a slog at the end. I just was right. like, Ugh, I just didn't really care that much at the end. Yeah. And um, so uh, no, I mean, there's there's that, you know. So. Um, Still yeah, good. good. I don't regret playing it by any means. It's it was it was still good. Um, uh, Psychonauts two continues. I don't I don't have much to say about that. It's still a, a great game, um, and I am really enjoying it. I'm not. Uh, this month has taken me away from it. Surprisingly enough, I, I um, that's a joint game. That's not one that I um, play on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just haven't got to it. Just for various number of reasons sure. yeah. uh but um uh yeah i know it's so it's still, it's still such a great game i still man, i man every time I, I enter a new area in that game i'm always like amazed by the kind of creativity in that in the spaces that they've created um it's, it's a lot of fun um animal crossing got the dlc got the new update funny enough i've played the dlc i've played, done like one home mm-hmm. uh, i've spent all my other time with the updates. Right. So last uh, time we chatted, this wasn't out yet, right? Correct. We were just it, talking it, about the announcement. It was just on the cusp, I think, of coming out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I picked it up. I, I got back into it. I, I will admit uh, it's on the back burner just because of everything else that came out after the fact. So there was like that period where I was I was playing it kind of an hour a day just to kind of do some stuff. Uh, I haven't been back to it for a while. But um, I, I like the new update. Uh, it's good. There's like enough in there um, to kind of get me back interested. I would like to play a little bit more of the DLC though. I just found myself like when I first got into it, all I was doing was the update stuff and then realized like I had this DLC that I hadn't even gone to the island yet. So I did that. I did the first one and then I <laughs> forgot to go back. So that's good. It's good. It, yeah, it's casual. Good. Still a good casual game. So this is on, yeah, this is one that I checked out as well. I think the. I got the, the the coffee shop opened, I think, and mm-hmm. I did a few yep. other little bits here and there. But I, I don't know. The collectathon is, I think, that's dead in the water for me. I I suspect that I'll get, and uh, likewise, I think I, I was so excited for it because it conceptually checks a lot of boxes for uh, myself as well as uh, one of my kids as far as like just being able to design things, like get an idea, and and frankly, I think the, I really like the idea of designing homes. Um, and I love the idea of not being restricted to like, just the, like you get access to a bunch of material. And I, and in fact, as you open the Island DLC more, you get more access to more materials and you can expand and do the outsides and insides and et cetera, and start putting up well, like wall partitions and things like that, which I haven't done yet, but yeah. I think I'm only like three or four houses in, um, and then it kind of got parked, but I was a little surprised my, my kid actually didn't sort of. Uh, glom onto it more and maybe it's just a again a matter of circumstance and other things kind of taking his attention but the um Mm -hmm. i did feel like it was the it was going to be a big winner for us and i was kind of like initially i was just 
I really sort of like, I'll just pass on this. I don't need more of this in my life. Um, but then uh, to our points in our last podcast, we were, we got pretty hyped for it. Um, so it's a little, I don't know, maybe over the Christmas break or something, we'll see. Uh, I, um, it's, yeah, it's tough. I, I still want to get to it and do some more of the stuff. It's just uh, lots of stuff came out at the same time right? Uh, in the last month and things have been eating my time as we're about to get into. Yes, um, indeed. So, um, but it's, it's still, it's still, it still was good for, for what I got into. And I, yeah, over the holiday break, I'm, it might be a good uh, casual thing to fit in a few hours here and there. Um, uh, I did start the DLC for Pokemon Shield. Uh, I had the DLC. I've had the DLC for a long time. And I've been kind of meaning to do it. I heard... I, I got comments that the one DLC... Uh, there's two. One of them is good and the other one isn't as. But um, just wanted to... I just I thought, eh, I've got it. And um, it might be just something I can casually play. Because I don't think they're very long. Um, so I've been doing that a bit every now and then just like go in there and do some more collecting of Pokemon and finish the story uh, on the on the DLC thing. Um, I still like that game. I, I still enjoy kind of, it's it's just a n- nice way to get back into Pokemon every now and then. And uh, yeah, and I, I kind of like the collecting of Pokemon and trying to find them all and evolve. So uh, done that a bit uh, over the last month as well. Did you ever? F- I can't recall. Apologies. Uh, Pokemon Snap. Did that ever get completed for you? Or yes. How far along did you get? It did. Yeah. 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 Uh, not a hundred percent, but I did complete the main story. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I did that um, a few months ago. Um, uh, both of us got pulled back into phasmophobia. We phasmophobia, right? I got did. that right. Yeah, but I. I was, for whatever reason, in my mind, that was like a couple of months ago. Is it not? Is it now a couple of months ago? When was the last time? Honestly, Maybe we all, didn't even talk all, about it. It's all a blur. And probably just put it in the like complete, like, yeah, we wouldn't have talked about it because that would be something we wouldn't talk about. Man, I... And, um, and somehow you've really brought these bad memories up. and I have because yeah. because I was made to play it on just this last Friday. And you played uh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I did because uh, you know it's that a, thing where a couple people DLC are playing stuff. and they yeah. pulled me in, and it was the Christmas stuff, and they're like, "Oh, there's new stuff, and there's these items, and they're cursed, and it, it's freaky." And yeah, yeah, it was. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you as a friend because um, our mutual friends played a prank on me. Um, so when you get pulled into that game, which I don't think you will uh, realistically, but if you ever do find yourself. Um, in the waiting area of that of that space, um, mm-hmm. there's there's a door that's okay. cracked open, and if they tell you just take a look and into that, just don't do it. Okay, because it's a jump scare. You yeah. go in, you don't see anything, and then something that kind of screams in your ear, right? And and shows up in your face as you look through that thing. Oh, and I and, love that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and you so do we'll, too. I know yes. if if like because we're only because we're friends though. I know these that are about these you. are two yeah. people who wanted me to play the game with them, and that was the first thing they did. <laughs> and to you me didn't when like I the all game. the four immediately. Like <laughs> I was close. I was close. I oh mean, I just remained Hilarious. in the truck for some of it uh, later right. on, yeah. just to kind of serve yeah. them right. That's so right. just telling you as a friend. Anyways, I, I, we no, I appreciate that. We've yeah. done that on and off for the last. I, we did that mostly in October, I guess. Yeah, that has been a while. But maybe we. Just I will say that the it. game continues to deliver as far as like scariness goes. So I think that's 
kind of cool. Well, and they, they did they did expand upon some of the maps. And I actually, I I'll tell you, I've gone out so far as to actually watch a little bit of like uh, YouTube or Twitch stream or whatever, just to see what like you know like what the skilled what, players are doing. you know what the skilled folks look like. What does that gameplay look like? Yeah, and you know what the crazier part is? These people are on like ultra hard mode or whatever, and they're grouped like with some other people, randoms it seems. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm like, no joke, man. These kids are like 12 years old playing this game, like with some like 20 year old streamer, which is like bizarro to me. And I'm like, like you should not be playing this game, sir. <laughs> like you need to like Wait. Pokemon DLC or. I don't know, Psychonauts you just, 2 or something might be better. Did you refer to the, like the 12-year-old as Sir? It, it, yeah, I, I don't know why, okay. but I, I did. Huh. Yeah, maybe because I've... Uh, anyways, I have no... Do you... Let's do you not go there. <laughs> I can't figure out why I would have said that. that I, but, I mean, I appreciate it. I think we should all, all refer right. to... <laughs> <laughs> Little Sir. <laughs> eat, eat your dinner, Sir. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Have you used the bathroom recently, ma'am? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's crazy to me because I can barely. No, you like I can't. I can barely get yeah. through it. So no, it's I mean, crazy. Um, but yeah, I, it, it is one of these games where um, it's a love hate relationship because I do. It is kind of like I like the concept of like working together, kind of solve the mystery, figure out who's, you know, what's what and mm-hmm. find the clues. But it just it's just uh, yeah, it's eerie. It's eerie. It is. Um, eerie. All right. Moving on to these are the games we, t- we talked about them last month, uh, but they hadn't been released. And we just kind of uh, talked about looking forward to them. Uh, the first one being Age of Empires four. Yes. Um, and I've played probably about three quarters of the first campaign, um, which is the Norman campaign. Um, and I haven't, touched, I, I haven't touched it since four as it came out, uh, which was like the day after. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's I I am really enjoying it. I I haven't touched it in a while, to be honest, because Halo came out, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's not like I didn't touch forza i definitely touched forza i think, I think you t- yeah we'll talk about that we'll talk about that but um no it's 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 such a great um i i, I mean I, I said like i said in the last one i hadn't played age of empires for what 20 years or something like it's been so long 15 years whatever it is um and the way i mean they basically have like a series within the game on like the history of the of the battles that you're fighting and like the weapons they use so if you finish uh when every time you finish a kind of one of the campaign levels at the end they'll have like a full-on produced video on like one of the technologies or one of the things that was in that battle like Mm. a trebuchet or whatever and they have like actual video and they've gone out and they've actually like have people using them and stuff like it's pretty impressive the amount of like information that is in this game that's just like a learning experience and so it's cool yeah and they also have and like the levels of difficulty again it's i don't think it's probably anything new but just having kind of being reintroduced to it um like they have story mode where basically the enemy will never attack you so you're always able to just kind of build up and build, you're always on the attack fortress and yeah. yeah and and the idea being that you can just go through the story and do the battle and kind of win and and progress through and learn about yeah. the history of that 
kind of era. So it's it's a really well done game. It's it looks nice. It's a good strategy game, and uh, the like. It's really well produced. It's, so I didn't. I don't know that I totally understood this some time ago, especially when I was quite young. But um, uh, Lego, yes, is a, is a is a something that comes with a how-to guide right they don't give you a box and a picture and go figure it out guys right like there's that's not a puzzle it's lego yeah um they could do the puzzle thing that might be interesting but the uh like can you actually make this like atat walker good luck right yeah (laughs) um but uh but you know what the satisfying part of lego is and i don't know how recently you've done this but the super satisfying thing is just being told what to do and just following directions and and creating a thing Right? Yeah. That's, I think for a lot of people, that's the, like the true fulfillment of like Lego. And I feel like, um, I think we're seeing that a bit in game design now as well. We're seeing like a, um, uh, just a, a push towards, you know, making it more accessible. And also like, I, I even think about some people that play games and just immediately go to guides, right? They're just like, I don't want to struggle and think about this. I just want to enjoy the the journey, right? Yeah. And even if it's an adventure game, even a point and click adventure game, I've um, I haven't done this so much. I I will say though, once the once the like ice gets cracked for me, and I've already gone to the guide once, I will probably go back to it faster sure. next time. Um, but I typically hold off quite heavily of ever going to one. Um, I try not to. Anyways, the long and the short, I guess, is that I, I'm just I'm pleased to see this, and I I understand and appreciate the experience of just being a passenger for an experience, as opposed yeah. to having to like truly like you're playing it, but you're not like it's not a challenge, right? You know, it's yeah. not a you know when there's puzzle games and whatnot, those you know you can certainly sign up for those where needed. Um, anyways, Age of Empires Four is uh, maybe not all those things, but I do think that it's uh, it's beautiful. I haven't played any of Age of Empires games since like two, and that would be the original two, whenever that came out. So you're playing yeah. 15, 20 years ago. And I haven't gotten very far. In fact, I had some technical issues with it and ended up, if you recall, like reinstalling and a whole bunch of weird oh, issues. Yeah, yeah. And for anybody out there who's ever having the same issue, it's because your clock on your computer is not the correct time. And Wait. Xbox, Xbox will not work without the clock being correct was that age of empires that was age of empires yeah so i literally had to uninstall it reinstall like i couldn't figure out why this bloody thing wouldn't work anyways i think i ended up reinstalling just because i got fed up with the whole thing i ended up installing reinstalling windows because i had there was actually another conflict actually once i resolved that there was a conflict with a uh right a driver for my keyboard that uh caused with iq which is part of uh i think it's corsair's software yeah, and I just had it on to actually it was I have an LED mouse and I don't want the LED on, so I just used it to turn it off the, the light. That's all it did. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason yeah, the yeah, software yeah. was installed. But without the software installed, it'll just continue to turn on. Yeah. Anyways, I now have a, a light rotating on my mouse again because I. Anyways, uh, Age of Empires Four, great stuff. <laughs> I like it. I I'm really hopeful of an evening, and I've pushed this out there a few times, so nobody's bit yet. But I'd like to do some like us versus a cpu I think, I think that is a good time and a nice evening i think i i will i think that's more more likely to happen with you and i i agree yeah just because I, of the, we, the day that we typically get with everybody else like i just yeah. don't think it'll we might be able to expand but i yeah possibly also we need to sell game pass to more people i have you heard of the value that game pass offers 
No, uh, please tell me more about this Just game recently, pass. they've released such games of Age of Empires and Halo and Forza, and you can get all those. And by the way, the the annual price for Game Pass is approximately the price of like three games. So, yeah. I mean, you're already getting tremendous value right out of the gate. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can get it at uh, you know what? gamepass.com. After, Actually, after I, this I don't know spot- if that's true. Don't go to gamepass.com. <laughs> I don't know if that's a website. After, after this after this podcast uh, wraps up, I'm definitely get looking into this. All right, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. I have to uh, maybe I can find some cheesy like advertising music to put in the background. <laughs> um, I mean it's I it's been a killer. It's, it honestly has been a killer month for it. Um, Age of Empires four, and then uh, Forza Horizon five came out. Oh yeah, which we all yeah. uh, which we all we all jumped into. Um, and I have yet to stop playing it. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit addicted to it. My mm-hmm. wife has made fun of me for how addicted I am to this game. Um, it is. It it, it um, it's like a Pokemon so, game, really. At the, like at its core, would you not say it's like Pokemon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has I mean, its, almost identical, right? You got to almost. Them all. I mean, you got to catch them all. You got to throw uh, the, little balls throw the balls the at the cars <laughs> to collect them. Um, and sometimes they're a little tougher, um, so you got to knock down their. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I'm sure, uh, like we talked about it in the last month of just kind of looking forward to a game that kind of brings me personally back to kind of the need for speed era of like underground of when I was playing that. And uh, again, I haven't played kind of one of these uh, more arcadey racy games since then. Um. Oh man, it's so good. It's it 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 scratches the, that itch. I love mm-hmm. the racing. Mm-hmm. Um, it has uh like you can collect up to like five hundred plus cars. It's got like um, it's got so all types cars. of different racing. Yeah. It and has so many car types too, right? It's open world, so you can kind of do all this like exploring and they stuff. Put the Halo it. Warthog in there. And they put, I mean, that was the first car that I bought was a Halo Warthog, uh, which I was like so excited for. And it cost me a lot of money at the time, like the credits that you earn in the game. But I was like, I'm spending all of them on this. And it it was was, like the best thing I ever did. It was like 700,000 credits or something too, which is a lot of money. In fact, for me right now, it still is a lot of money. And I was like, this is the first thing that I'm going to do. And it was great. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Now, uh, it doesn't, it does have some quirks about it. And Does some, it infuriate you at all at some some points? You know, I was thinking about this before the recording because I've definitely expressed, you know, the annoyance and we've each experienced kind of our own issues with the game. I, I mean, in terms of the amount of time that I poured into the game and the amount of enjoyment, the annoyances are annoying. They're, they're very they're, like in front of you, annoying, but like but they're also very realistically yeah. like, okay, so first off, it's... um. It's a con. It's a. I don't know. I don't know what the the name for it is. But like they have seasons, um, and uh, it, within a series, basically meaning like they they put out these challenges so you can get points. And if you complete the challenges, you get the points. And it's so if you as you get a certain amount of points within the season, you unlock a car. Mm-hmm. And there's like two stages. So the more challenges you do, you can get the two cars, and then yeah, you kind they of move give on you, basically that. they set you up with a goal. Here's a couple of really cool hot cars you can get if you unlock this amount of points by doing these challenges, yeah. and then that's. That goes for a week for each season. So like spring, summer, fall or whatever. And then that's a series. And then a series is the four seasons together. And then we're, we've just made our way into season two. So Um, you can get about like within a series, you basically have the ability to unlock 10 cars as part of the mm -hmm. series. And each challenge has a reward as well. Mm -hmm. Like new 
excuse me, new horns for the cars, mm-hmm. new cars, new yeah. uh, just whatever. For, for the listeners out there, I have the Microsoft Teams as my <laughs> ringtone, as my uh, and I hate uh, it, my car horn, and it just traumatizes. I, I, you know, what brings me complete joy though is I know it. I know you hate it, and that's. I mean, that brings me joy. That brings you joy. Yes, but, I know. But but I just think about the other people we've raced with that are also like real people, and I wonder if it's triggered them as well. And this is what brings me some joy. Is everybody thinking that they're getting like a call from work? Yeah. 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 It's traumatizing. But because it I know is. it's coming, it doesn't traumatize me. <laughs> yeah. The first time you did yeah. it to me, I I had that moment of like, what? I'm pretty sure my work laptop wait, wait. is off. <laughs> I am relaxing right now. <laughs> that, is, um, that sound does not relax me. So, so one of the kind of significant issues or i don't know about significant one of the issues that kind of keeps cropping up is like of these challenges some of them are bugged in such a way that you like can't complete it and one of the most common ones is they keep setting these challenges as if you haven't beaten the game like basically like oh three star one of these things and like if you've three starred them all it never works which is just annoying right but in the grand scheme of things there's there's enough challenges that you actually don't have to complete them all to get the cars. No, to unlock you don't. The cars. And actually, I, and I haven't. I know. I, I well, I don't know this, but I'm reasonably certain based on our chats that you have, for the most part. Um, I also haven't done a lot of the story. Actually, what I realized. So I think, uh, if time permits, I think I might do a little more story uh, before bed tonight. But the, uh, I I've really done almost no story. Yeah. Like, almost none because I don't want to miss out on these seasons and the seasons are only a week and I don't get a huge amount of time to play. So like, yeah, I got to, well, you know. it's funny. Cause yeah, the, the, the amount of, the amount of content within a season is actually pretty significant. And the whole idea obviously for those aren't clear is, is so that it kind of gives you a reason to keep playing. Like, cause you could yeah. finish all, you could kind of, cause the single player mode of just soloing the stuff, it's not difficult to do. It's not, you know, there no. may be some, some, some of them are difficult to maybe three star, but the idea of the challenges is they throw harder computers at you, um, or yeah, so let's, let's talk about the harder computers for a second. So, uh, we, <laughs> the three of us raced the other day in like a legendary championship, which is intended to put you up against like the hardest difficulty of yeah. computer and and nearly impossible to win these things it's it's kind of designed that way right mm-hmm. um especially for the first race it seemed it seemed that way and we were like just doing absolutely terrible to the point i think we we tried it like three or four times we had some online connectivity issues which has kind of plagued forza a little bit but for mm-hmm. the again to your point for the most part it's been okay yeah um the um that race i went and did the next morning and i literally was leading the race uh, for the first two laps, like unheard of, like every other time I've done that first race there, I yeah. can't even possibly touch the computer. Like they're yeah. so f- leaps and bounds ahead of me. And I'm like, how did this even happen? And then there was another real person, dude, that was with me right behind me. Mm-hmm. And I messed up and I, I, I made a mistake and I ended up finishing third. He came in first or she came in first. And the second person was a, a computer and we absolutely trounced them. Like yeah. almost all the people were like, and then I saw a note somewhere. I don't know where it was, if it was on the Reddit or somewhere, but it was about the, um, they fixed the computers. They said they, in, like the insane mode or whatever it was, they patched it. So it wasn't impossible. Oh, like, oh, I wonder if they tweaked it because it was impossible before. I, yeah. And I can say this with confidence because the previous week I did the, 
um ferrari one i i'm not joking dude i did it like 10 times maybe 12 times yeah um and it was a struggle it was a huge struggle and i like i got so good at the races like i can't believe that like the the tuning was off like totally off. like there's no way somebody who's reasonably competent at racing games which i believe i am uh can do that poorly like that many times and not succeed yeah, so yeah, yeah anyways i'm glad they kind of tweaked that they also made some uh, updates to like game modes that nobody listening to us is probably going to know about so we won't need to go into them but there was some you know quality of life improvements i think they made to a whole bunch of areas the the biggest thing for me about this game though is the just lack of clarity in some areas where they could do a better job of link like all the challenges you talked about a lot of them kind of force your hand and make you drive a certain car, which is awesome because otherwise you'd just be driving around what you like, right? Yeah. Um, and this way you get to experience other stuff, cool off-road vehicles or whatever, or rig racing. We did rig racing before. I think that's, there was a, a video was, sent to us about, you know, Adam's usage of how he drinks to drive his Unimog through, you know, through corners. Everybody. But, <laughs> everybody that's in the way is in the way. Um, but the, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, the clarity, the clarity uh, oh, yeah, of the what clarity. car to use. Yeah, like you just, like it just says, oh, use this car and it doesn't really tell you like what you're able to. And then when you go to look at the cars that you, some of the challenges tell you, oh, you can look at the cars that would be eligible, but those aren't all the cars that are eligible. We figured out like you can actually use a tremendous amount of cars that fall into the category of like, you know, modern rally car, but you have to just mod them, mod them to be an S1 900 class car or whatever. So Forza could do, a, I think, a better job at some of that stuff. But at the same time... Well, the, it, and, it and, and just to be clear, the, the, mm. the reason why this is an issue, um, because it might seem like a, a minor thing, like, well, you'll just figure it out when you start the race, is that what you... I mean, the only way to like be successful in the races is that you can tune your cars and they're graded between what... Uh, C, B, A, and maybe there's a D as well. But anyways, S1, S2. Anyways, and you have to stay within that grade. But the, the key thing to kind of being good at the race is finding a tune that gets you the maximum of that grade. So like A, you know, what is well, it? Well, actually, it's not even so much that. It's like making sure you have the right tires on your car. Yeah, definitely. Right? But yeah, definitely. It's the right tires and all, all sorts of stuff to base on whether it's off-road yeah. or road. Yeah. I, I recognize that. But but typically, you also, to get the most speed or whatever, because mm-hmm. the thing is, when you're doing co-op or you're, if you're solo, it matters less. Because less, what because you're just because, paired up with the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they'll just pair you up with computers that are great at the same time. But when you're fighting against other people... The computers are graded based on them. So if a whole bunch of are 800 and you're like 743, you'll have a computer that's paired up to you, but you'll still be lower than the 800s who are probably going to be faster than A whole than bunch you. of computers that are 800, so yeah. So yeah. what you have to do before you start the race, before you even trigger it, is know what type of car you can use, find the car you're going to use, and tune it. And if it's mm-hmm. a struggle to figure out what car you have that actually meets the category before you start the race, it's a pain in the butt. Because you go and start, and we've been in this situation... Um, I haven't done it again, but they fixed this. The Horizon Open events, or no, uh, not Horizon Open, like but the Trailblazer um, type stuff and whatnot. There was that one where it's a three races and you drive across Mexico yeah. and whatever, yeah. um, and you have no idea because it changes every event. And so we would be like, "Oh, it's this," and we 
do the whole car. And by the time it joined us, it was like, no, we switched the car. And I didn't have the car mm-hmm. that suited it. I only had one. And when I started driving, it was a nightmare. It was awful for me right. because it wasn't, didn't have yeah, the right I tires. Just, I, had it was to, not tuned. I had to carry Jacob through the races. He just had to, I mean, that's just, time. that's a yeah. normal thing. Yeah, um, my back, my back was sore. Um, <laughs> the, I, the game is gorgeous. Like it is, it is. It's a beautiful game. It is so beautiful, and like you know, Jacob and I are are fortunate enough to have some decent video cards that can like really show it off. But like the rain, like the mud sort of races, and like just the like they did a really good job. Like the photo mode, I've had a ton of fun with. I have, I probably quite literally have like a couple hundred photos from the photo camera mode itself, let alone just you know pausing and taking a screenshot. So it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's good fun. I. I like this game. I think it'll be one that I'll I'll continue to plug away at occasionally. And and the other great thing for me is is my uh, kid uh, has kind of glammed onto it a bit, and I found myself just kind of sitting back in the in the comfy chair while he's he's sitting up there and just tooling around, being a goof and like running up mountains and doing like the crazy yeah. stunt modes. And uh, you know that's great. Yeah, I, I re- didn't realize at the time that he could have been making me money. By, uh, <laughs> but so yeah, we may have to talk about that the the next time he plays. But uh, you know, dual purpose for his enjoyment and my money making. But uh, yeah, now this is this is good. It is to your point earlier though a crazy time for uh, Microsoft releasing games because there's uh, some pretty big heavy hitters that have come out between Halo and Forza and uh, the the Age of Empires. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good. yeah. No, Forza's Forza's being great and I, that's a that's actually i being our kind of almost golf it replacement well, at the I'm, end of our evening we kind of just yeah you know what i really like about it though is it's it's a game that we can play together and play separately and more importantly we're both playing the same game and we just haven't done that for a while and it's, it's yeah. nice yeah yeah yeah, no, it's been it's been good and i and, yes, and I, it's not just us like we've got another right. friend playing with us too which is even better yeah and i've poured many hours into that game already <laughs> yeah so actually just some quick feedback from uh, from him because i thought this was really interesting and i didn't realize initially that he was playing he's got a pretty skookum um wheel setup and he's uh he was playing with the wheel the whole time um and he's having some issues with force feedback falling off or whatever but the the best part about it was is he tried the controller recently and he's like Oh, this is like easy mode. Like this is so much better. And I like it because it's an arcade racer and co- I think yeah. it's really built like sure it works with a wheel. Of course it would. It's a Forza game, but like it's uh yeah, it's I think it's a really a controlling racing or controller racing game and it's really like I I love getting a wheel and setting up and being like right in the seat and like getting having that cockpit view. Yeah. But with this game, I just want to see the cars I'm driving and like third person kind of perspective. It's it's great. Yeah, well, it's funny yeah. he did say that. And then he was like, oh, all of a sudden drifting is like so easy. Right. Because it's the way the game compensates when you drift and do that stuff, which is with the wheel, it doesn't let you do that. Like it, because mm-hmm. you got to turn the whole the wheel the whole way. You can't mm-hmm. just kind of like just immediately turn your wheels. Yeah. Anyways, he, he was just like, yeah. suddenly he was back to enjoying the game again. Yeah. So. That's good. Um, any other games you played? No, my turn. Okay. <laughs> Halo Fine. Infinite. Okay, Fine. so Halo. There's two. There's two parts to this. So we'll start with the multiplayer because uh, it was a surprise reveal on the 15th, which was the 
10th anniversary for Xbox that they released the multiplayer for Halo Infinite early. S- super slick move, by the way. Like, delay your game and then just ninja drop your your multiplayer. Like, that was a super pro move, Microsoft. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to you. So, uh, <laughs> it happened to be on the week that I had taken off of work. Um, and I was supposed to be doing specific chores. Um, I, I tweeted about it because it came out at like lunchtime. I think I got it installed and I was like, I guess I guess instead of the chores, I'm playing an hour of this. Um, and we've all played it. I know you haven't played as much. Um, I played it with a few others. Um, it's it, it is what I expected. Uh, it's really it's really well done. It gets back into that classic kind of um, FPS um, shooter multiplayer game. Um, it's really. I think it's really well done in like the the levels are really good. They're really well designed. It's a lot of fun. We're talking playing about multiplayer with, right now. Sorry, multiplayer. This multiplayer. is just multiplayer. Yeah. This is just 100 yeah. percent multiplayer. Playing with four people, like I played solo. I'm happy to go in there and just play solo, and it's still I still have a good time with it. Um, but um, we've had a total of four p- people in a game, which just adds to the enjoyment of having because it's four v four. Um, mm-hmm. is a typical quick play. Um, so it's a lot of fun to have a whole team that you know and you can just kind of work together and um, it's a lot of fun. The Then the other one that you can do is kind of the big battles, which is uh, 12 versus 12. Um, and those are larger environments with all the vehicles showing the up and craziness. And it's a lot more yeah. kind of frantic craziness uh, that's happening. I just, I just, it's just kind of that, 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 what I wanted, that nostalgia, the, just a lot of fun to kind of dive into that style of multiplayer. And I keep going, uh, I played a lot of it um, leading up to the campaign releasing, and I've played it a little bit since the campaign is released. But since that, uh, that's been eating my time, it's the campaign. And I can talk about that. That, that released on December 8th. And man, um, I, I, it feels wrong that I should be the one saying this because everybody knows that I'm just a big fan of Halo, but it's really good. I, I like it's um, so it's it's unique in that it's an open world uh, versus the other ones which are very linear. It's still a linear story, um, but it's an open world exploration. There's little side things that you can do. Um, and then your missions, sometimes you have to complete like three or four of them. To, to proceed so you can do them whatever order um and it and it just yes. feels good it looks amazing it feels good you've got a grappling hook which i wasn't sure like how that was going to be but it's so much fun it's grappling like you know are always fun yeah. it almost feels kind of breath of the wild i don't I like comparing it too much to that because it's not that open world you know but sure. the explorations like i like you know the other night just seeing a really tall mountain and deciding like, I'm just going to use my grappling hook and just like climb this mountain to see yeah. how far up I can get. And lo and behold, there's like a secret at the top, sure. you know, and it's just fun to find all these nooks and crannies Spoilers. and like explorers. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So, Major. I, so the, so the, I have played the campaign a little bit. I have not, I've, I think I'm right at the cusp of like getting to the open world. Um, I just uh, ran out of time or whatever it was, but the, um, I I don't even know why I loaded it, to be honest with you. I think maybe the hype machine got me there. And you were kind of excited about it. So I'm like, oh, I want to see what Jacob's all excited about. So I, I went and loaded this game in. I don't actually know that I'll continue playing it, to be honest with you. I think it that that moment's passed. But the um, it's 
it's beautiful. It's it plays actually really well. I love the little dudes that I'm shooting. They all say funny things about me, yeah. and it's the that's grunts, pretty yeah. great. Yeah, the grunts. And um, I did listen to another podcast uh, earlier this week, maybe. Um, and they were talking about like they dived into a pretty depthy review on it, and so I think I have a pretty good handle on what you've been experiencing, and it's. Um, it's interesting and, uh, I'll save the comments on what they had to say, cause I, I don't think it's fair to repeat them, but the, uh, but the general gist was, is that like Microsoft needed to change some things about the Halo experience and they, it looks like they made a lot of good changes, um, to make it m- m- the Halo, the Halo change, like not just another Halo game, right? They needed to change up some, right. uh, some elements yeah. to make it more, um, just more than it was before, I guess. I mean, the the fact that it's open world is one thing, but it's more of a playground in the Halo universe in that there's a linear story that's happening and you have these missions to accomplish, but the world is kind of, you now have just like free access to um, whatever vehicle you want, whatever weapon you want. And there's a, there's a progression system where by completing side quests it kind of unlocks these at your bases that you you have but like the way halo worked before was very linear and the the, i mean it was great but it had its purpose so levels were designed based on specific things so you would set you know you would start this section with a scorpion tank and this whole run would be all about having the scorpion tank and then it would force you out of the tank and you move on to the next section like it was all designed around this thing but this game now just lets you kind of decide how you're going to proceed you go to your base you pick up the vehicle that you want to pick i'm gonna take a bunch of soldiers with me which is another thing that was not always consistent in halo like yeah okay this section had you know you had some soldiers with you but then eventually you'd be on your own but like technically i can go pick up go to my base pick up like six guys put them in the truck drive them out to my mission and they can help me out with my mission and they're just there with me like yeah it's way more it's, it's, it's cooler in that way. It's just, it's still the Halo experience with the ability to kind of just do what you want. Um, and I just, I've been loving it. And it, it, it scratches that itch of mine of being um, a little bit more open in what I, what I can do and what I, you know, don't have to keep doing the missions. I can kind of go to the side and kind of explore and do other things and stuff. But right. Um, it's funny uh it looks amazing it's a really amazing game and i i had said this last week and i and i shouldn't be that surprised this day and age with the way technology has come but one of those one of those things about these linear campaigns that i always think about especially with like first person shooters you always have your main character and i i feel like it was a recent halo game that i played that i noticed this but like you pick up different weapons there's tons of different weapons and you can choose what you want to fight with and the thing that like I noticed right away was I was it just it kind of um, kind of God of War like got into the cutscene and 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 what I noticed immediately was like I'm just you know on the back of Master Chief is whatever gun the secondary gun that I have he's holding the gun that I was using and that ability to like not be just a pre-rendered cutscenes throughout the whole mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. and still look amazing and still feel like you're engaged with that I know it's nothing new but yeah. just just having just to play in something more recent that's kind of got that experience. It just feels good. And it's specifically, I think that's maybe more of a reflection of Halo specifically because Halo is also is very standard. You start with a different set of weapons every time you start a new mission, even though you just finished one with a different set, you know, but like that constant, it's just, 
you're one character and you're just moving along. It just feels really good uh, in right. playing this game. So yeah, I'm. It's not to anyone's big surprise that I'm really enjoying this game, but I think I'm not super shocked. How do you feel about the sound of the shield powering back up? <laughs> Is that a comment that they made? No, I'm just asking you. That's a comment I'm asking you. I don't have a problem with that. I don't think it's no any question, different rather. really than any other Halo game. Has it has it always been that sound? Yeah, I think so. It's a weird sound. Interesting. It's yeah, I think I mean it might be slightly different, but basically, yeah. That's I have that's no a standard Halo. I have played Halo. I will say that uh Halo was the first FPS I ever played on a console. I think with the original Xbox, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I thought, holy smokes, this is really good for a console. But that was the end of my FPS after about 10 minutes. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm, I'll go back to Counter-Strike 1.6 or whatever it was that I was playing at the time. Yes, the shield is, that's a standard Halo. Yeah, the shield, shield makes a, I don't remember it from yesteryear. Or even, frankly, like we tried out some of the Halo games a year ago. Maybe not even that long ago. And I was, um, I don't Yeah, we did Reach. Here it's maybe more prominent, maybe, is why I'm hearing it. Or I just get maybe. shot a lot. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that that also is a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a thing. Anyways, I'll stop gushing about Halo Infinite. Uh, no, it seems rightfully so. I think you've been waiting for that one, man. There's a you, you've had a pretty banner year, I think, for games you were waiting for to come out between Psychonauts and Halo, and actually, maybe I'm just looking at those two and thinking that, but I'm sure there was something else I'm not considering. <laughs> I uh, mean, I think I think Forza falls into that category. It wasn't necessarily one that I was say, thinking was going to. I didn't even the, think you'd play that game, to be honest with you. I didn't even think I'd play that game, to be honest with you, because I've played four. Last one I played was two, and I thought it was all right. I did enjoy just monkeying around with it, but I didn't. I think maybe because you've been playing it more, and and because it's easily accessible, and I have, you know, it's a great wind down like casual game. Yeah, really, it's it the, just sort of checks a bunch of boxes that way. I I thought it was going to be a short lived thing. I thought it'd be like oh, I'll play a racing game for a couple of weeks, and that'll be fun, and then I'll move yeah. on. But I, it really just. I mean, I think, and honestly, those seasons is probably the biggest thing that's keeping me going. It just, yeah, I just want to go in there and I just want to collect the cars and kind of do the challenges. And I like, and I kind of like that they, like, initially I was like, oh, they're pretty aggressive on the timing, but it's kind of nice because, like, you know, a week is, uh, it's pretty short, I guess, but, um, but you're not sitting there logging in, waiting in 10 days going, oh, there's nothing left more for me to do. And then the game just falls off, right? Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it feels like just the right amount of timing. To kind of think, make sure so. you can kind of complete what you want to complete and and then get some new stuff going. I agree. Yep. All right. Want to talk about <laughs> Final Fantasy VII? Because I, I don't. I don't want to talk about it. I, uh, I need you to finish that. You need yeah, to set a goal. I, you know, I was really hoping to surprise you. This is, this is the truth. I was hoping to surprise you and tell you I finally completed this thing. And I think I thought to myself that I will have this completed this year, which was one of my goals from last year, by the way. Um, anyways, I am I am so f- close to completion. I can taste it. I know where I'm at with the game. I've already gone past the threshold where they tell you like you can't go back anymore. I am I'm so close. That I don't I don't fundamentally I I actually thought I was going to be done by now because I've been through a couple of major fights in this like ending sequence that uh, I won't talk about too much but oh my gosh you you have two weeks yeah I guess so <laughs> uh, anyways I'm going to talk about that more and then I realized I have a DLC <laughs> that I probably won't get to uh, anytime soon but um, but maybe I don't know we'll see oh because um, that doesn't that 
that's not integrated. Uh, it's, it's called separate. integrate. It's a separate adventure. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's uh, I think it's another ten hours, maybe. Um, mm. And I think I'm at thirty, or I might be at forty hours or so. I did spend a lot of time going around finding things. I also sat down and like f- completely fixed my materia, which was like is the essentially you slot these gems into your weapons and your gear, which allow you to cast your your magic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm aggressively using magic now, which I wasn't initially doing, um, mm-hmm. which has I think been really helpful for uh, defeating bosses. Which I was just, I don't know. I don't think I was necessarily taking the smartest approach initially when I was playing. Yeah. And I've kind of figured things out as we went, as one does. Um, yep. I'm going to talk about Among Us VR at some point later, but um, because that game's coming up, but we've been playing Among Us and and uh, we've got another member that's joined us. And man, that game continues to bring me so much joy because I think what I've realized is you know, when people are aggressive about their defense, I tend to believe them more for whatever reason. Like if they're just very rah-rah about like their accusations and whatnot, I'm just like, oh, like, God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I was thinking that you could possibly be the murderer. And I've learned <laughs> that that is wrong thinking. Yes. It's wrong thinking and everybody yeah. is guilty. You know what though? There's there's someone in our group um, that does it, whether they're well. guilty or yes. innocent. Yes, and, so, and that is the that is the true key, actually. And the key to, you've just pointed out is the key to winning the game because you need to understand what the differences are when they're lying and when they're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why I always struggle with that there's one person on that team that I struggle with because I feel like their defense is always the same no matter what. And they always like say like, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, but you act like this. How much I'm trying to figure out how to tell whether you're lying or not because you act like this when you're guilty or innocent. So it's good. Uh, I I think the comment to make on that one, um, I missed last the last session, Um, but um, two sessions ago they released new content. So we used to play Town of Us, which was a mod for it, but we were struggling with it, and we we even played a different game called uh, Goose Goose Duck. Yes. Um, which was fun. It was just different. It, it was kind of similar. basically the yeah. same thing, but just with ducks and geese. Mm-hmm. Um, but Among Us released a new content with roles, and yes. if so, we continued to play that in the last session, and that was uh, that was good fun. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was better. I mean, it was a better experience. We had a lot of problems with Town of Us because it's not supported. It wasn't glitching out, really, and it was glitching. And so, line is, yeah. There's, and, and, there's a couple more roles that I think make things fun that I think make it worth it to, yes. to do the mod maybe. But, yeah. Um, because like, I think the jester or whatever the role is where they like, you have to get voted out. Like, yeah. Having that role available kind of makes pretty f- it a little spicier, right? Um, oh, there's definitely, there's definitely missed yeah. roles that would be fun to pull up. But I think the overall like not glitching and people dropping and yeah. we, we had a really awful time that time we moved over to Goose Like we thought Among Us was done. Was done, yeah. Uh, at that point, um, but it's back, the, baby. Yeah. The added the added roles kind of add kind of a neat, yeah, a neat reason to get back into Among Us, especially if anybody here's played Among Us, but they kind of were tired of it. The new the new methods or the new uh, roles, I should say, uh, are fun to play. No, it's still um, good, it's still good. So I've been on like a real hunt for my next idle game that I need. I need an idle. Like I really enjoy having an idle game on my phone. I don't. It's and it is such a weird thing to enjoy because it's. A, it's. A, I almost want a game that I don't have to play, um, because I don't really want to sit there and play a game on my phone. Um, but I want something that's like 
so this all started years ago with this game called i think it was called pocket trains or pocket planes i think it was pocket trains it's the one that came out first they're conceptually the same where you're given a train you're given some cargo and you need to get it from like point a to point b whatever those cities are and there's routes for the tracks or airports or whatever and um and you you want to be you want to load the train as efficiently as possible to move the much as much cargo as you can get so you can get more money and you can buy more trains and open up more things and just kind of continues on that sort of same tangent the whole time but um and initially the, the shipments are like one minute but after you know you've played this game for a few days it's like those shipments are hours and hours they're like eight hours before it like gets to the destination which is exa- like so literally it's a game you play like two or three times a day for about two minutes mm-hmm. um and that to me is enjoyable like i really sort of enjoy that that sort of care and feeding it's like a tamaguchi pet if you remember what those are those like tamagotchi you know, yeah tamagotchi that's it thank you yeah and uh um so anyways this market is it's it's it appears to be a huge market of game type like just idle games in general there is uh, a billion idle like if you can name a concept like there's idle tennis club there's idle uh innkeeper for like you know idle hotel manager idle i don't know like you name the genre they've figured mm-hmm. it out right and most of them they're all almost huge money grabs and they like they spam you with ads and they want you to do all these things and mm-hmm. anyways i'm struggling finding the next the one i played for a long time was called eggs inc and it was ridiculous and I, but it did fit the bill for me um but i've moved on they've uh, I, I don't need that one anymore and i found another one but um but it only lasted me like two weeks it was i think it was called mafia or something but um anyways I continue to hunt for this, but in my searching, I found another game that isn't quite an idle game at all. It's called Super Auto Pets, um, or SAP, and it came out a few months ago. It's on Steam. It's free to play, um, and it's about to become on iOS, and it is already on Android. And this game is a um, it's an auto battler uh, where you sort of uh, roll the dice, so to speak, of what pets you get, and then you put them up against other pets and and you don't know what who you're going to verse, so you just kind of just just build the team the best you can, and the two teams fight, and you see who wins. And the idea is is that you go ten rounds and you try to win as many times as you can. I can't say I totally even understand the premise of like what you get from winning a bunch, aside from like you know the you know new pets uh, leveling up. Maybe I don't know, or just adoration of other folks that are just like, oh my goodness, you're so good at super auto pets. But uh, it's it's. It's apparently doing quite well. Um, it's about to come out on iOS, and I'm excited to try it out more. I have tried it on Steam a little bit, um, and it seems neat. So I might continue to do that. And then the last thing I've been looking at is this game called Minecraft. Um, uh, tell me more. Yeah, yeah. So is it a it's new thing? Like, it's a little newer, yeah. So they did, re- they, uh, truly, actually, is they released a new patch um and the patches they release um are generally somewhat significant and they'll change a lot of things one of the things that they did in 1.18 which is the latest release and i play the java version with my with my kids but the um it is a uh, i think it's called cliffs and mountains or something like that it's the cloudy latest. climb no that's the that's a that's something that's like a game within the game oh, um but okay. 1.18 alone it has like i think it's called caves and cliffs and essentially they changed the world seed um like generator to create better worlds so like more more like 
crazy giant cool caves that you can explore and like these and they they raised i think they raised the ceiling of the mountains and they absolutely went to a lower level of um like subfloor and they kind of changed the where some of those things are and what i didn't realize i thought like gosh does every time they come up with a new version mean that people have to like restart their world to get the benefits of the new stuff and sometimes that may be true because uh like there's some generator kind of, kind of things and sometimes i felt like oh maybe it's not because it's just you know, they added some new, uh, you know, weapons or whatever uh, items. Yeah. Um, but the way it works is that the seed itself um, doesn't apparently totally generate until you're near that area. So it sort of develops on its own as you play the game, even though if you were to take your, your seed hash and there's a website called... I think it's maybe called seed hash um, where you can punch it in and it literally will, will show you what your map will look like. It'll kind of give you an idea of where everything is in your entire map. And the maps in Minecraft are absolutely massive. Like they're super big. Um, and the, I think what happens is if you haven't been to an area before, it will, it will form it based on the latest version you're on. So conceivably, um, if they explore a new area, that new area could have some really cool caves, um, which, is, which is pretty neat, I think, of them to be able to kind of bring in that tech. By the way, I ran into a guy at the library the other day. He was wearing a, a nice Patagonia jacket, which not an inexpensive jacket by any means. And it said Mojang on the side, uh, like in a logo, like a nice logo. Yeah. And I, whatever, I was with my kid and I just, I thought, oh, I'll just ask him. I'm like, hey, like, I, I got to ask, where does, where does one get a Patagonia Mojang jacket? And he kind of looked at me and he goes, "Well, uh, you work, you work, you work for Minecraft." <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, "I mean, that's a pretty good reason." Yeah, I think. yeah. Um, but uh, the, I don't know, man. This game, I, I think we've I figured out the magic trick to help ensure the experience uh, is positive for for everybody playing this game. So I've got a local server running for it. Uh, we've got. Uh, so a couple of computers that can plug in so all three of us can play at the same time. And so we can all sort of hop into this world. And, and right now we're building this house um, that's this sort of this mansion on the side of the, the water. And it's like we have to go farm all the materials. So you remember playing like, uh, was it Valheim? Not Valheim. Valheim. Uh, Valheim. Yep. It's kind of the same idea, right? You go off and you like get some yep. wood or you do some mining and you, you work on that for a while together and you bring it back and you refine the materials and you make stuff of it. And then you mm -hmm. kind of cyclically do this. And and uh, both me and my kids, they, we really love building things. So, and man, like the amount of like, uh, so one of my kids have been watching some videos on how to like design, like, and do more intricate designs and the stuff that he's sort of abstracted from that and, and then applied his own thoughts and ideas to like designing our home. It's just mm -hmm. incredible, man. Like it's so pretty. And mm -hmm. I mean, Minecraft pretty, <laughs> which it, but for me, it looks really good. And, and I don't know, it's just fun. Like, and it's just like, hey, like, would you like to go mining and go just spend some time in the mines and see if we can find like more diamonds together or whatever? Like, I, I have to say, and I think I've said it before here, like, and we were off Minecraft for a while. Um, I think the changes that we made, which are, um, I turned off being able to hurt each other, um, which is very important when you have a six-year-old playing Minecraft, um, because all you do is kill each other. <laughs> Let's be real. And then secondly, I, I don't think that applies off. to only six-year-olds. <laughs> very true. Um, also, and, and then I also, <laughs> and then we churned off um, uh, losing all your items. Uh, so when you die in Minecraft, your items 
get dropped where you die. And if you can't get back within a certain period of time, they're gone. They just mm-hmm. despawn. Yeah. And that's that feels really bad. And it feels excruciatingly bad when you're not, you know, when you're younger, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And so we just turned it off. We just kept persistent items on. So now if you die, you just respawn back at your bed or wherever you yeah. your respawn location is. Um, so those two are the life. Imp- Actually, there was a third one. My kid, I don't even know how he did it, but he had to go to, to my computer for a minute to do it. But it was now. So in Minecraft, you all, if you're playing with people, you have to sleep at night uh, for the night to go by quickly, which you don't generally want to play at night because all the bad guys come out. Yeah. And um, although sometimes you do. But anyways, the but he somehow made it where only one of us has to sleep. So he clicks on it and then we all just sleep. And uh, anyways, it, it's a quality of life improvement that's making the rounds. Well, I remember it's, Valheim. It's, it's like Valheim was the same thing. We all had yeah, to get same back idea. to our beds yeah. to sleep. And, yeah, so ima- imagine press, pressing it yeah. once by one person. We all sleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a really enjoyable bit. And, uh, and I think we'll, well, I think we'll be at this for a while. So the server's got... Um, accessibility outwards as well. And I think uh, uh, they might get their cousin in there. Um, we may see if we can get a couple other people that can participate. Because if the world becomes a little more alive, I think it adds to some of the joy. Um, I, and, I, and the thing I guess I, I was also going to touch on um, and tangenting here a little bit is the, it's just not a game I thought I'd have any interest in whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, at its core, Valheim is, Valheim? Yeah, Valheim. Yeah, yeah. Valheim. Um, it's the same game. I think I even said that when we played Valheim. Like it's conceptually basically the same thing. Um, it's yeah, the survival mode and the like, the crafting and all that kind of stuff. It, it I don't generally like crafting games, but this one, this one's great. I really, um, I really like right. it. It's cool. And that's it. So my commitment to this uh, podcast and the world is to finish Final Fantasy by the end yes. of this calendar year. Yeah. And uh, that'll do it for me. I'll be bugging you about it. You know what? I'm gonna. We'll take a break, and I'll get this <laughs> after the break. Sounds, okay. sounds great. See, See you in a bit. Okay, we're back. I'm gonna say this thing really quickly, though. Uh, I initially took a look at the games. Like, I, I think I went to a website and said, "Hey, show me all the games that are like." worth looking at from this thing before like initially i wasn't going to do it. i was going to watch it but then i saw the video was like three hours long i'm like i don't want to watch this um and then i watched it because i looked at the website and the website didn't really show me anything cool and i'm like that that's it and then i i think i saw somebody say that ben schwartz uh was on it um and he was announcing sonic because i think he voices one of the guys on, does he voice sonic he voices sonics yeah sonic yeah. yeah sonic yeah so he uh, he's so funny. He was really funny uh, up on stage, and he had Jim Carrey come on, who was like an absolute riot. Um, he was talking about his his Scottish grandfather and what he used, advice he used to get from his grandfather, but, which you should watch if you haven't seen it. Okay. But the um, uh, turns out we I ended up watching the whole thing, uh, fast forwarding through almost all of it. But uh, there was a bunch of stuff that was really cool, and they just the production value. I would say, like this award show has come a long ways, and I, it's nice to see like in what I kind of consider the industry's award show now. I think, yeah, like compared to everything else that's out there, this is the one that seems to matter. No. And that, that, and they just drop a ton of new stuff coming out, which is really cool. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, they had Sting on there singing the the song from the Arcane show, the the League of Legends uh, Netflix series. Which, by the way, you and I haven't talked about that series. I don't know about the story. This, my brother in law is trying to convince me to watch it, for, um, but the the art in that, I would I would put it close to Spider Man. It's it's yeah. bonkers good art. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um. Yeah, I I had glanced that evening. I had glanced um, at a few things that were announced. I think the the thing that I'm less um, keen on anymore is a is these teaser trailers. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, like, show me some gameplay or like what? Like, okay, you're making. Just tell me you're making a game yeah. about a certain thing. And uh, what's going to be like? Four. Got it. Yeah, you know, or you're making a Star Wars game that's going to be, you know, like because then you kind of just it's just a flashy CG thing that doesn't really reflect what you're intending to do. I don't know. It. I guess I'm not like as you. Know, I'm not in that same mindset. Like probably a few years ago, I was like, oh, that's that's really awesome. Like that was a cool thing to see. But like. Nowadays, I'm like, I mean, fine. You're announcing a game and you got to give people something. It's fine. But like, you know, okay. So like if we if we were to dig into this, so the one that I think of like, it's like Star Wars Eclipse. So this is a big Star Wars game that they announced that Quantum yeah. Dream is doing. That was, it was a ridiculous trailer. Do you know, honestly, it told yeah. you nothing about the game. It was just Star Wars kind of flash and it said nothing. Well, of it, course. It told me nothing. It's, it's an early development. So that means like, you're not Great. expecting just this anytime. Just show me a logo then and move on. Yeah, it's right. um, right. it's interesting though. It's Quantum Dream, so that's the Detroit becoming human, or um, mm. uh, I can't Beyond Souls, Beyond yes. Two Souls, or whatever Beyond it's called. Two Souls, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Anyways, the trip becoming is really good. I I do have faith in this. I think it'll be fun because I think the difference with that game versus Telltale is you have a there's more interaction with things, you you know, versus um. Yeah, just making decisions. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I again, it's it's a high era republic, which is a bit you. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say unique because um, where where they typically tie these games into is more of the f- movie franchises and like specifically trying to fit them in in between. Um, but this actually happens before the prequels because it's the high era. It's like the height of the Jedi Order. So it's kind of before the prequels oh, kick cool. off technically. Yeah. Um, or at least that's what it seems that, based on what it says. Sure. Um, so that could be that could be that could be cool. Um, maybe there's less baggage to kind of uh, worry about around the, the movie franchise to kind of make their own thing. But right. Um, the next, hear, sorry, go ahead. Well, well yeah. just before we sort of jump through the list, so I think we have a list of items. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. I, I liked, was... but the, no, 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 you're good. But the, um, oh my gosh, I think there was an overarching comment on the game awards. I wanted to was, make when I don't recall what it was. Oh, it was around <laughs> the trailers. Yes. I, that's right. So I, I, I agree with you. I think the, I think they could do a better job of not doing that to us as much. Um, it is exciting to be to know it's being made. I, th- I get the purpose of the hype trailer. I don't think your or my comments are going to stop them from doing it because I think they have some perceived value from them. Um, I think I just self sabotage a little bit because I get excited that they're going to show me something more and they just don't. Um, yeah, so for me, I think that's a it's a bit of a letdown in that way. I do think though that you're um, 
in this particular instance, uh, the, I, we talked about this right before the before we came on to record. But the some of the websites that were saying these are the top game, these are the things that would interest you from this story. Like just they just didn't highlight the games in that I was interested in. Um, I and. And it, so I and, missed a few as a result, and then when I watched it, I'm like, "Oh, yeah. this actually this actually did show me a bunch of cool stuff that I didn't even think was there until I watched the whole thing." No, I, admittedly, I didn't give it a lot of um, attention on the day of, and I was just kind of catching up on some of the things that were popping up on my like feed on whatever, and so sure. a lot of the stuff I was like, "Okay, all right, cool, move on." Um, I was more interested in um, what Xbox was bringing to Game Pass. <laughs> was the most uh, stuff yeah. that was I was getting flagged on. I was like, okay, I guess this is something to look forward to when they release on Game yeah, Pass. There but. is one in particular. Uh, we'll just jump to it if it's okay. The Hellblade Two, which I know you'll, I think you've played the first one and you yes. really liked it. The gameplay for this, um, this is the first time I think I and I don't really. I felt like I don't know if you remember the game Dragon's Lair, where it was sort of like this really smooth animated game. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen Dragon's yep. Lair, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And when that came out in the arcades, people were like, "Holy smokes!" Like. But the interaction was really just to like do the movement at the right time to make to make the mm-hmm. thing happen, right? Um, on your joystick, arguably you could say that's every game. But but <laughs> no, you know I mean if I you mean. know this game, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. yes, yeah. Right. It's like like you just have to hit le- like left, left, when, right, up, at, down, at the exact right time, right? Yeah. Um, and and that kind of let the animations play out correctly. This one, I'm curious what the controls actually look like because allegedly. It wasn't just in engine, but it was literally part of the gameplay that we were watching, and it was. I mean, honestly, they were they like uh, we've said this before, we, not on this podcast, but like we said this before, like the CG that we used to see a few years ago is now gameplay, uh, and this one is what I felt was maybe the first time we've seen where we'll finally get like a next gen type of looking game where, yeah. The, it'll just be a little more seamless and amazing looking because this thing looked bonkers good. Yeah, it did. I, I, um, I'm curious to see what they take with this. I, I when I talked about them announcing the second one, uh, I, well, I guess it's probably been a year now. Um, the first one wasn't to me really about the fighting or anything like that. It, it, it was a very much an exploration of mental illness and like this kind of kind of eeriness of kind of walking through this and hearing voices and stuff like that. So obviously in this tr- gameplay trailer, they showed more of a fight scene and that, that existed in the first game for sure. Um, I just hope that they don't try to lean on more of an action game versus what the first one to me was was more of an experience um and and it that's that was what was kind of special about that game was a very unique kind of experience of experience this character and kind of really thinking about what was happening what was real what was in her mind and all this stuff so um it looked great um i i am i'm hopeful that it will be uh, it will live up to the first game um i just it's not like one of those like um, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn kind of things where they make a sequel and I'm like, oh, I like the first one. Like the second one should be good. Like s- similar kind of gameplay or whatever like that. I th- the thing with Senua's Sacrifice, which is the first one, I just, it, it's it's all about that, that kind of experience in the story rather than some kind of action exploration or anything like that. So I just, 
you know, having that being the concentrate, concentrating the whole um, uh, trailer on that one thing um, just made me think a um, little bit of concern on one side of me. But anyways. I feel like they were, uh, I mean, I, I get that, but I, I think they were trying to accomplish was showing you a section of the game. Oh, for sure. I, I, I mean, I think that mainly what they were doing was to, like you say, to try to, because they did it last year with this kind of teaser trailer, was to kind of, mm-hmm. it was also in-game engine, uh, that that uh, trailer they dropped last year. Um, but it was a cutscene, right, of her face and all that stuff. And the idea behind this, this one just felt like a very much like, yeah, it was a part of the story. It was, a, it was part of the gameplay, but it was mostly to show the technology and the fidelity of the game to me um mm-hmm. rather than like what what the oh, whole thing is going to be the game yeah sure no sure, but and that yeah. that's that's why that's why i'm kind of like holding you know some judgment or or i guess uh some slight you know, concern folks, about it, i think i think you need to tweet it jacob because i feel like he doesn't get hyped enough about things he lets his you know clearly very uh pragmatic approach a video game hype um not get to him so like i go into a nintendo direct thinking oh my gosh they're gonna release a new switch we're gonna get a new new mario we're gonna get a new uh zelda whatever and he's he comes away from them going like i don't know what you were expecting adam like honestly like nintendo like you're lucky if you get like a new notepad from them like why are you even <laughs> thinking <that?"> and, <laughs> notepad <laughs> so <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate you, Jacob, and your 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 calm and uh, very, you know, dumb not dumbed down, uh, sort of uh, um, just lessened lessened uh, expectations. Expectations, yeah, lowered expectations. I think that was a. Um, I feel like that was a Mad TV sketch or something. Oh, which is unrelated to this one, so whatever. Uh, next game, bring it back in. <laughs> Chia. Chia, Chia, T C H I A, Chia. This one grabbed me. This one was like an open world adventure inspired by New Caledonia, which I assume like the location, mm-hmm. which is a series of islands off the coast of France, um, uh, but with a Breath of the Wild kind of feeling. I, a very neat kind of cell shaded looking game. Um, it just looked like a really kind of casual, more casual open world experience um i just look good like, I, I hard to hard to describe but there was like some possession of animals so you can kind of explore through animals and um a lot focused on exploration kind of like breath of the wild where you can climb cliffs and mountains and ex- explore caves and stuff like that just it looked uh it looked pretty neat all right then i the next game uh which we knew was in the works but they uh showed a teaser trailer uh, was Alan Wake 2. Enough of a teaser to say... Mm, going to be different. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe. This is going to be a really... I want t- it to be a thing we play, but... I, it's going to be tough. So uh, it's not out until 2023, so we've got a, a while yet. Um, but it will be Remedy's first survival horror game, which is unfortunate because what they're suggesting is... They've leaned heavily into the horror um, because uh, I think they said that Alan Wick, the first one, um, was more of an action game with horror elements. 
And I think the two of us can agree that that pushed the boundaries of what we're able to deal with in terms of that yeah i think horror game so alan wake was the yeah probably my limit and you and i talked on this briefly but the control uh alan wake section was uh there was a portion of that that i i distinctly remember going like this is overwhelming yes um at I think I may have even taken my headphones off at one point because I was just like, this is, there's too much going on. Um, and uh, uh, we'll see. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful it's not too bad. Um, Maybe I'll do, mature by then. Yeah, right. Um, I do <laughs> think that the, um, I don't know. I I do think that, I guess I, ho- I have hope for two things. One, they don't want to make the game like not, accessible to like a good chunk of people because that could reduce sales for them although resident evil never seems to have this problem um on the and and then the thing that worries me the most is that they have got more tools at their disposal now and more fidelity and all sorts of things to make it that much more horrifying Um, because alan wake was pretty pretty blocky but i think with the audio work that they've done and just 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 the general stitching together of um yeah, it's it's freaky stuff. Yeah, Anyways, I um not coming out for a long time yet. No, we got a right? got a ways to to get to the point where um yeah, we'll talk about this. We're going to be there, I'm sure. But yes, and then we'll and we'll assess and we'll look at it from afar and go. Oh, I want I want that game, but I don't want that game. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I'll just touch upon this one and then we can move on because there's been enough Halo in this podcast. But the- no, it looks good, man. The Halo TV series. <laughs> No, oh, I didn't I, expect this from you. No. Okay. Here's what I, I, I turned and said this to my kid, um, uh, my eldest. And I said, I said, I think we're at the juncture now where video game TV shows slash movies can exist and, and be good. Yeah. You know, up until a certain, it wasn't even that long ago that this became true. This, you know, maybe with, with the Witcher series and some other series, like, we're fine, and the, arguably the Witcher's from a book series, but the um, uh, it's 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 interesting. I think, <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting because I I feel like it could actually get some traction potentially, and of course it'll all depend on how that first season goes and how it gets received and how what the data tells them that how many people viewed it and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, which is crazy unfortunate. So I. I'm not a follower of this show or, or comic or whatever, but uh, Cowboy Bebop got a, a, a live action Netflix yes. series and uh, it got panned hard. Like, yeah. it, I think it's like 4.7 or something out of 10 on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes or whatever this number or a Metacritic rather. Immediately um, canceled. It was immediately canceled and never given a chance to sort of like right its wrongs and probably become the because there is an absolute desire as i understand it there's an absolute desire for that show to exist in that format but see that's funny you say that because literally everybody i've talked to who is a cowboy bebop fan doesn't Mm -hmm. understand why they even bothered to do that like they said it's it's such a weird decision necessary yeah unnecessary and why did they try to make a live action anime on cowboy bebop so i've read other ways but but i am certainly no expert at this so i'll take your take your comments for sure but i but anyway the long and the short of it is is it that's what's happening today right and i I remember i was watching hot ones with uh 
And it, uh, the only reason I watched it, this have you ever watched Hot Ones, the one where they eat the spicy wings? Yeah, and they I have. Yeah, somebody. Yeah, and so they were interviewing um, the Martian guy. Who's what's his name? Matt it's, Damon. Uh, Matt Damon, and he was basically saying, like, nobody wants to take a risk anymore, right? Making movies, nobody, and it's a lot of money to make a lot of movies these mm-hmm. days, unless you're so unless you're like indie film, which these days could even be a couple million dollars, mm-hmm. um, then. Uh, people aren't going to take a risk on anything. It's not a sure shot, right? Yeah. Like they yeah. want to absolutely do it. So if the data is showing that Cowboy Bebop, by the way, when it came out was on the top 10 Netflix shows for a few weeks, like people were watching it. Oh, it of just, course. It must've just dropped off. Yeah. But the, yeah. Anyways, but I, I guess I don't, the data tells them what to make. For sure. I don't, I mean, I don't think you can compare this to uh, Cowboy Bebop in that situation. I mean, a Halo TV series, they, they've made Halo live action uh, kind of mini things uh, before I even have one, um, and it, it was okay. But sorry, <laughs> I said of course you have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was okay. I, I always worry about the video game kind of uh, TV shows, but I, I'm curious to see. I, I, I mean, <laughs> Halo. I'm probably going to watch it and see how it goes. Um, it's a, it's, it's definitely a different world, and um, they've been working on it for a really long time. And I, and maybe the, you can look at the other things that they've released, these kind of little shorts that they did um, as almost like test beds for it, um, to see if they could build up to this kind of an actual series. Um, but uh, that's cool. Oh, I'm hopeful for it. I think it's a show I haven't kept up on, and it's a show that's really interesting to, very, very interesting to me. The Expanse, yeah, which actually has a game coming out from Telltale, but the um it's a super well regarded like space opera um i don't know how different it is from the overall halo series like i suspect it's quite different in sort of structure but conceptually like if something can be that successful in that space like i'm sure there's a great amount of halo content to be able to form into a a cool tv series right Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm hopeful for it uh truly like i really do hope it succeeds yeah yeah it's funny i was just looking for that expanse game oh i didn't put it on here Sorry. No, it's, I don't think I made our list of things to talk about. But And mostly because I haven't watched The Expanse uh, in, t- in its entirety. But yeah, I suspect it'll be pretty good. And I understand The Expanse is extremely popular. And actually, I've heard this. I don't know if this is true or not. But I heard the whole reason The Expanse is still on is because Bezos likes The Expanse. And so he had Amazon Prime buy it and then continue making the show so he could watch more. Interesting. Yeah, it turns out it's still a good show, and and that should definitely continue. But um, I, I thought that was kind of funny. That's uh, true or not? I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um. All right. A planet of Lana. Mm-hmm. This one reminded me of um because we're we're actually going to talk about um later um kind of the people who made um Limbo like those two D side-scrolling kind of adventure or kind of action platformer kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, um, it's hard It's hard to describe it. It just looks, uh, it's like kind of unique art, uh, kind of hand-painted. It's called a, a puzzle adventure game, which, you know, can be um, kind of a fun. It's hard uh, to tell. Genre. I've watched the trailer, but I don't really understand it, but it's got that, seemingly that side scroll it's it's got it. the um it's got a it's got the right um aesthetic and uh kind of for an indie game that 
uh, piques my interest. Like, yes, this looks this looks interesting. It does. <laughs> you know? It looks more refined than like uh, Chia that we talked about earlier. This one looks like a like a the same similar similar art, but more refined and a little more um, sci-fi. I guess yeah. not as soft as as Chia's. Right. But yeah, it looks cool. Yep. Planet of Lana. That's what that one is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Star Trek uh, t- um, game coming out called Resurgence. Um, I, I initially flagged this one before I found out that Telltale Games was making the Expanse game uh, because this is actually Telltale Game veterans uh, in their new studio called Dramatic Labs. Um, so I don't know if that means that it's it's going to be very much like a Telltale game, but um, you know, Telltale went through that whole, basically they dissolved Telltale essentially and everybody left and then um, they kind of, some of them recreated it again. And But it seems like a, a group of them went their separate ways and created a new uh, developer called um, Dramatic Labs. Yeah, very cool. um, I know that. I'm not keen on the way Star Trek has gone in the last several years. Uh, so I don't like know just how total total media. You mean like yeah, just total media? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Since base, like just about since Enterprise, but um, <laughs> since, Enter- since yeah. Enterprise. Okay. Yeah. Well, there That's was a big gap ago. between. Yeah. Well, there was a big gap between Enterprise and like. I, I, don't get me wrong. I like the movies, uh, but sure. they're popcorn flicks. I don't consider them very good. The Star movies, Trek. Yeah, they're they're, they're not good Star Trek flicks, yeah. movies, but they're good. No, they're they're fun movies. Yeah, fun movies. Um, and then. Yeah, anyways, don't need to get into that. That's a completely different subject, and that's not video games. But anyways, uh, so I'm not like, I like Star Trek. I still like classic Star Trek, so maybe there's hope that there's like a good Star Trek kind of adventure type game that comes out. Well, I still like Star Trek. I just am not a fan of the how they've taken it recently, but that's neat. We haven't, I don't know, like when was the last time? Well, other than Star Trek Online, when was the last time we had a Star Trek game? Uh, I'm not an expert at this. I actually have, aside from Star Trek Online, I haven't played any Star Trek games. So I've played a few, but they're I don't know. quite old. Anyways, we can move on. Tunic. This one seemed uh, another kind of cool little isometric Zelda-like game. Good. Yeah, I this is one I would check out for sure. Yeah. Just oh, like... and, and actually, I didn't mention it earlier today. Uh, but the there is a game that's become quite popular. Um, it's an indie game, and it's called. Oh gosh, why did I even mention this? Now I can't even remember the name. I'll come back to it. Um, but it 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 it's this one. Uh, I and the reason I was going to mention the other one is it kind of reminded me a little bit of this idea of like a adventure game that has cool art style and is isometric. And I, I this game has a potential spot on my shelf um because that that's that checks a few boxes for me i like puzzle games i think this looks very much like a zelda game yeah it looks i think you wrote down super cute zelda look game and i i agree i i uh before i that was that was copied and pasted from the description that's Uh, what he says so (laughs) jacob's standing by that it isn't i mean it is it is it's a very cute looking is it super uh, cute though I think it's super cute. I think I'd yeah. go as far as like a green that is a super cute. There you go. Um, I it it um, but yeah it uh, 
it is inspired by Legend of Zelda, apparently. Um, and it very much looks like a, almost like could be kind of taking that 2D Zelda style style game. So I, I think I feel like a lot of games are inspired by Legend of Zelda. Really? I don't think yeah, so. Zelda's two, a pretty um, yeah. niche. It's a niche. <laughs> bit of a niche uh, yeah not many people know yeah. about it either metroid and castlevania also extremely niche well it's not like there's a genre based on those games though no um <laughs> funnily enough no name for a zelda type game but maybe it's just that <laughs> uh have a nice death um this one this one looks gives me a bit of a hollow knight vibe with like with the actual like maybe dps numbers or like some kind of damage numbers showing up on top of things which is a little weird but this art is looks really neat the the trailer looks fun i i have um i'm trying to reduce my expectations on all things based on jacob's lease on life but i <laughs> it's funny J- jacob for uh those uh listening at home um uh was laugh yawning when i said that which is pretty great it's an experience you you should all participate in when you can when you can get it um but uh yeah i, I don't know what else to say i don't know how to describe this game in a way it, it got announced have a nice death it's there's a trailer so it's it looks cool the only thing is from the trailer um it's a roguelike game which i i'm i guess i'm it almost looked like just endless boss battles like it didn't seem like it was a platformer by any means or at least it didn't seem like it. At least it didn't show it. It just seemed like they were just showing kind of almost like what looked like Seemingly. a boss battle after boss battle. Yeah, it might be that. We just don't know. Might be okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, Talk to us about Among Us, Among us VR. Well, what? I don't have anything else to say. I just wrote down what. Um, because I don't know how I feel about Among Us VR. Do I want to get stabbed in the face like in VR? Like that seems frightening to me. So I... Is, yeah, is the idea? I, oh, obviously, the idea is that you would all be playing VR. I guess. I don't think you. I don't think you have to. I think you. I think maybe that would be ideal. But I think you could also. I don't know. They literally showed so little of this, but presumably you could just play it in VR on your own uh, with other people playing however they want to play. I don't think so. That would. I don't see that working. Like that. There would be an unfair advantage if you were playing two D like over the map and one person was VR. Uh, yeah, actually, that's a very good point. Maybe it is all VR then. I yeah, was, I don't. Um, I mean, either way, as I'm probably not playing with it, but I thought it was a pretty neat thing to come out with. Um, probably simple. Well, actually, probably not simple for them to make because they'd have to render the whole thing because they probably don't have the the maps. Yeah, it's not sort of. It's a 2D, 2D thing. Maps, it's not right? a yeah. 3D generated thing. So no, it's a completely yeah. come like different game. All right. Well, I'm deflate def- uh, deflated on it now, and my expectations have lowered. If that's even possible, I feel like it would be very also very. Um, intense yeah because like the, the thing about the yeah. 2d is like you, you you kind of have the expectation you can kind of move away from people you can see them in the room and whatever but then suddenly you're not like yeah you're panicked somebody's coming at me jacob, yeah, it's are, you, are you coming it Why isn't coming jacob don't kill me <laughs> well it's true though but like your 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 field of view is completely changed yes so i wonder how that works uh, and yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see it's not a game that i'll play but no it's yeah. a good point though i think you'd all have to be on the same same playing field yeah uh somerville this one looks really cool yeah i mean this is uh makers of limbo um and what's the other one that they made they made two mm. this is like their third one i think yeah as limbo i look at as i look it up in, inside is the inside one. yeah which are great yeah. games if 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 um 
anybody who's oh. listening and hasn't played them, they are um, Limbo's a little bit more on the creepier side, but they're two D side scrollers. I I would argue they're both a little creepy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, one yeah. gets one progressively gets creepier, one and weirder. Okay, I think yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I felt like Limbo because I, I played Inside first, and then I played Limbo, and Limbo's yeah, the first like one, this. Inside the second one, and I mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's. I just remember Limbo kind of kicking off as kind of being like, oof, it's a little bit more kind of. It's not like horror or anything. It's no. just just because no, otherwise oh, we wouldn't play it. Yeah, you are so right. I am now remember the part of Inside that kind of like made me. <laughs> what is like panic okay so yeah there's a bit of moments in there um but (laughs) honestly they're they're stories that are just told by moving through the environment like that's it right take away what you want from it yeah it's it's great that way i think and it's a unique experience for the individual yeah i think it's great and this one looks like a continuation of that kind of idea there's definitely a room for it in, in game making so it's cool yeah so uh that was Will sorry. That was Somerville. 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 Yeah, yep. looks good. Yeah. Uh, Dune Spice Wars. My my text here, I believe, is I've written is uh, not appropriate to repeat. Really, uh, I, I'm very excited for this game. <laughs> I think um, Dune Two was the first RTS game I played ever. Um, I believe this is an RTS uh, as well, and I. I hope it's on Game Pass or something because I suspect that I don't know if it'll be any good or not. I hope that it's great, but uh, I would love to relive some of my Dune two uh, days. So I have high hopes here. I I've reset them very low uh, based on recent findings, but <laughs> this is uh, the tra- they gave a garbage trailer for it, so there's nothing to watch on it. If that's uh, I have to look up Dune two because Dune two oh yeah Dune two is genius. I didn't know Dune about two, this game. Dune 2, I, I played before I read the Dune books. Oh, yeah. Uh, or actually, I think I only read two books of Book of Dune. But um, that's very confusing as a teenager, I think. Those books are like, you know, I know you're really deeply uh, knowledgeable with Game of Thrones, I've heard. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like that where there's like a lot of uh, intricacies between the... Mm-hmm. You know, different houses and all this kind of stuff. So Dune's a, a cool world. Anyways, uh, the RTS was fun. I'm excited to have some more content in that space. But the, the trailer was a, just a teaser. Right. Uh, yeah. Elden Ring sort of did the same thing. I, we have seen some Elden Ring gameplay. There was actually some really cool footage that came out about a month or so ago where there was a narrator and they kind of walked through what the game's like. And um, that was really neat. That's a cool way to sort of demo what a game's going to be, be coming out and what it's going to be like. Rather... Yeah, the uh, so they just showed a story trailer just to kind of talk about what where what the game setting is, and I think mm-hmm. that's cool. This game comes out in February or March, I believe. Um, um, it's console yeah. only, I think. Um, it's console only. I feel like it is. I could be wrong on that, but I'm. I feel like that's what I read. Uh, I could be wrong. It, it doesn't really matter if I'm right or wrong. But the, um, or maybe it's not. You are I, wrong. I am wrong. Okay. Yeah. So it is console though, for sure. Um, so to be, and it is intended to be an online sort of, I don't think it's an MMO, but it, it feels like it's got a lot of online elements. Hmm. I think this will be interesting. I, I think there's a lot of expectations on this one and it's their first sort of foray into something that's more online. Um, so it'll be interesting. 
Interesting. Uh, but nothing, nothing really out of Game Awards for it, though. Like, we've already seen a lot of content. It's just, again, the story stuff. But it was enough that I actually stopped by and watched the story beat, uh, beats, um, and they look really cool. Uh, Arc Raiders. Um, this one just looks fun. It's like a, it looks to be like a mass player versus environment. So like, I think it's a game we could hop into and play. I feel like it's maybe going to be a free to play game, but I don't know. Um, it's from the developers of Battlefield and the Star Wars Battlefront, which by the way, it sounds like those guys also lost their licensing. So EA doesn't have exclusive Star Wars license anymore. Um, so that's where we're going to see games for Star Wars out of all sorts of things these days. They haven't for a while. Oh, maybe that right oh, because like um, uh, that Jedi game. Oh, that's true. The Jedi they, game. Came I think that was kind of the else. big trigger of like, oh, hang on, like EA is not the only one making Star Wars games anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's good to spread the love. I'm not, that's just EA. Like the Battlefront games, I think are I, pretty darn popular. And I agree. I think um, I think a spread of different developers to kind of work on a piece is more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I. I they showed it there's a little bit of gameplay on this one and there was a kind of a fun trailer for it but it looks um i think a game where i can hop in with my buddies and fight some aliens um sounds like a good time <laughs> um, you know you can do that uh, in halo or we'll be able to do that in halo tell me more about halo <laughs> next <laughs> uh the very last one we have here is the matrix um so they had keanu and um Carrie and Moss on and they talked about um, sort of connecting in with this and this this Unreal Engine experience that they were releasing and it was an immediate free download on I think it was just PS5 and Xbox uh, series yeah. whatever the new series is X or whatever oh yeah series um, X yeah and uh, so I tried it out it's pretty cool uh, I, I mean honestly I think it's kind of like what we're going to see out of um uh, Hellblade 2, um, but it was just actually in my face. And so, like, the fidelity of, like, the game, it was pretty neat. And I'll explain, I'm sure you'll, you'll see it at some point, but the the very beginning of that game, when you start playing it, uh, Keanu Reeves comes out and starts talking to you and tells you what's going on, and you and he, then he kind of looks in a mirror, and there's another Keanu, and you're like, oh, my goodness, which one's the real one? And, like, you kind of go through this thing, and then you start to realize that I don't think that's actually him. Like that's a computer animated character, um, and they just did a really good job of it. Yeah, and so it's it's pretty impressive. And then they go into a full tech demo where you're driving around in a car and shooting at things, and it, it's more of a Unreal like engine fidelity mm-hmm. check is what it is at the end of the day. But it looks cool. It looks yeah. really good, and they you can see some of the leaps that they've made. It's not like mind-blowing though like it's you can like yeah that still looks like a animated character like i'm not in the point where i couldn't believe it but it's getting real close yeah 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 Yeah. um ps6 or ps7 will do that i think we'll get there ps ps6 yeah did you if it even exists did you ever play um enter the matrix i feel like i did not because it that's the one where you played as neo no no, you played as uh, side characters that weren't in the first movie or at all. Oh, I think PS2 game. No, I did not play this game. It, it, it you could play it on PC as well. I played it on PC back then, um, and uh, I am not a fan of the sequels of the movies. But I think this came. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna have my timeline wrong. I don't remember when that came out, but it was like, and I'd be curious to know uh, when it came out compared to like Max Payne. But like the idea of bullet time and playing with bullet time in that game, it was kind of a thing mm-hmm. back then because I I can think of Fear. I don't know if you know that game. That was another one that loved to, to do like bullet time where you could slow down time and and kind of uh, start fighting. Um, it was a pretty fun game ignoring kind of like the silliness of story um it was uh it was a lot of fun so i don't the know if max Payne came out in 2001 and the matrix game came out in 2003 okay so yeah so i could see that being like them almost yeah because max Payne to me was like the first time that i had did that the first experience. max Payne have bullet time yeah it that did? was okay that was like the main thing is that the inspiration for the matrix mm. Oh, uh, or when did the Matrix movie come out? It wasn't 2000s, uh, was it? Uh, I'm having to look it up now. 2000. Enter the Matrix was 2003. That can't be right. The 1999. Matrix, 1999. So okay, 99 inspired Max Payne then. Yeah, yeah, could have, could have, yeah, because Max Payne, the whole idea was that there was, um, I think it was like some, there was like this drug or whatever that allowed him to. I recall it. I remember it. being cool because I was like, oh, this is way Man, I, I loved Max Payne. I loved Max Payne. It was so well done. It was such a so cool, good. such a cool game. Um, but yeah, I, I remember The Matrix. I, I'd be curious to know how actually good it was because I just remember just enjoying the action specifically of just like doing bullet time and doing those moves and mm-hmm. stuff. And it was a lot of fun. But um, I mean, bullet time was pretty sweet in its time for sure. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think we've maybe moved on a little bit, but probably. It, there's no doubt that like just being in it in it's like Zelda existing. It's just inspired so much, right? Yeah. I'm sure the Matrix has done the same for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I look forward to the like the cinema stuff. I don't know if I need any video matrix games, but um Oh, I don't know it. that I need yeah. to either. I mean that was like that was a kind of a thing of the t- the time. I mean, I think at that point, I probably also thought like, oh, like the sequels might be okay, and now realize why why do we even bother? But uh, <laughs> Matrix is not a, a series that I thought I needed more of, to be honest. Um, Fair enough. Just brought me back memories of that old uh, PC gaming of Enter the Matrix. Well, that's the summary of games I think that we thought were interesting. Um, There's definitely a lot more. There was a bunch more talked about and or maybe just some just mentioned. Um, but again, I, I feel like the Game Awards is is a fun event. It's got a reasonably high level of production value and they had a whole bunch of cool folks sort of come up, uh, come up. And I think I'm trying to think who performed, but they had some artists perform and oh, that's cool. I'm I, you know, I in in reflection, I'm a little disappointed uh, this year that we didn't um, arrange to at least watch it. Yeah, kind of together because we did that last yeah. year and actually kind of enjoyed. Yeah, it's kind of an enjoyable thing. Yeah, uh, as we, I think having the the YouTube sync is very handy, so then you can also fast forward together. <laughs> yeah, 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 for but sure. I think I ended up watching it in uh, three hours of it in probably about forty five minutes. But yeah, which well, I mean, realistically, if we were to watch it this year, it would have been the same thing because there's no way we're watching it live. Because I think no. it was it was in the it's afternoon f- or something. It was like five, four or five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it wasn't going to happen, but. Um, I'll have to think about it next year. There you go. All right. Well, well Jacob, always a pleasure. Yeah. Good to see us. Our next time you find us, I think we'll be talking about our uh, top games of the year. I think this will be a weird year for me to, to talk about that because I, I feel like this year I've 
just play it a little less. So I may, maybe I have a top five. It's it's the same for me. I was asked about this last week by a friend. He said, oh, you're already starting to make your list. And I was like, I hadn't really. Um, and yeah. I do need to sit down and think about it. But I was looking at my list and I thought, I think the, the struggle I have is that I feel like I don't have quite the um, breadth of games or, or spans genres and, and things that, mm-hmm. you know, that allow me to kind of really think about the ones that stood out for me. And it's interesting because we, you know, of the games we just talked about, like that just released that I just poured a huge amount of hours that I'm really loving or just at the tail end of the year. And mm-hmm. I feel like, oh man, you like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not fair to the games that I played at the beginning of the year. No, it's unfair to them entirely. You know, uh, so um, yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be, it is going to be a different year. I'm, it, you know, you say you played less this year. I, I, I 100% did the same thing. I played a lot less, you know, when I look at what I had to go through last year for for that list um it's a lot shorter so yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting stay tuned folks yeah we're our plan is to have it out um by the end of the year yeah that's our goal (laughs) aggressive aggressive goal an aggressive goal we're going to be recording in two weeks that's that's why i told adam maybe yeah that's why i told adam he needs to have his uh final fantasy 7 completed in two weeks it's true yeah all right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Catch us on Twitter on out, at OutrunTheBear. And we'll catch you next time. Ciao, everybody. Bye. Bye.